Let go of everyday worries and find your calm with positive prayer from Silent Unity, the newest in voice-activated technology, available on any Alexa-enabled device like the Amazon Echo. Each prayer and meditation on positive prayer will help strengthen, guide, and comfort you. To enable it, just say, Alexa, open positive prayer. You can ask for a specific prayer on topics like healing, prosperity, and comfort. Give it a try today. You're listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Thank you for tuning in for this Unity Partner Program. Unity Online Radio partners with spiritual leaders from organizations whose mission and messages complement Unity's. We are pleased to bring you this program on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. This one is called The Pants. Take eight. Welcome to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. We all know the funniest things happen when we stop taking ourselves too seriously and step out boldly, like Mr. Magoo blindly stepping onto the next swinging girder and falling into an outrageous jackpot. Your hosts, Daryl and Ed, are about to administer a refreshing dose of laughter and love that will inspire you to step out boldly and experience the funniest things. Now, here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed. Funniest thing, where each week we share stories about how stepping out boldly always leads to better than expected outcomes. And this episode, we're really going to be talking oh, about yeah. stepping out boldly. Stepping out with Fazaro. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's right. I'm Daryl. And I'm Ed. And we're broadcasting from Middle School Studios in Culver City, the heart of Screenland. Ah, uh, today's title is If You're Not 100% Satisfied with This Broadcast, It's Free! You're killing me, Daryl! <laughs> <laughs> and if you're wondering what that's all about, we're going to talk about how the thing that seems like the most simplest thing to do, yes. which is just be yourself. Oh, man. Seems to be the hardest thing to do. Yes. And how if you want, well, actually, I could say the best way to make a bad impression is by trying to make a good one. (laughs) And we're going to talk all about how really no extra extra added ingredients are necessary to make a great impression. You're perfect just the way you are. Yes. Although me and Ed have a lot of stories about how it's easier said than done because I'm going to. Oh, my God. We got some doozies oh, for you. Oh, man. Likes <laughs> being thrown in the bushes. Uh, oh, my God. We're going to fall on our swords for the sake of helping others during this episode. Yeah. That's for sure. Talk about humiliation. Mm-hmm. But, but before we get too far ahead, mm-hmm. we like to do our three grounding breaths led yes. by Ed. Led by Ed, but from Daryl's head, as they say. That's, today. Today, yes. uh, <laughs> Where did we get this one? From Florence Scovel Shinn. It's one of her affirmations. That that actually is a great tool when you go into a situation where you're tempted to think you need to impress people. Yes. And uh, the way it goes is, I am more than equal to any situation. Oh, uh, what a great reminder, right? Yes. All right. So we're going to go like this. Let's take a deep breath and let it out. Oh. I am more than equal to every situation. I am more than equal to every situation. Let's go back to any. I am more More than than equal to any situation. The peanut gallery likes it. Our little host of monkeys, cats, dogs, with their little shakers and horns. 
That's true. And I have a few, I mean, I actually have a great reading that really kicks this off. Mm, kick it, kick it. Funniest thing, we thought about doing this show, this topic was the same day, July 13th. Right. Because that's the day we sent in our program description. Okay. And the actual reading, and we actually were inspired by the Daily Word, which we're going to have yeah. Laura Harvey, the editor of the Daily Word, read that in the second yes. segment. So we were inspired by that. And then funniest thing that morning, mm-hmm. this was in a book that I read in the morning called The New Day. Yes. Uh, it's a great book, 365 Meditations for Personal and Spiritual Growth. Beautiful. You can't go wrong with that. So I'm going to read this. You ready? I'm on it. Okay. It starts off with a quote. The shortest and sh- the sh- you know what? Get your glasses for crying out loud. <laughs> I was trying to impress the that ladies. That monkey had them on. Once again, I'm trying to impress the ladies without I my know, glasses. And they can't even see you right now. Oh, you're right. Okay. The shortest and surest way to live with honor in the world is to be in reality what we would appear to be. Socrates. And it reads, once in a while, we're given the opportunity to see ourselves as we used to be. We're at a social gathering, say, and someone there is going to great lengths to make everyone notice and like him. The mail's here. We're going to do the mail call in a little while, but they deliver it early, all the way from Unity Village. That was Gabby, our uh, postal pit bull, getting, going through the bag to pick the right letter. That's right. Thank you, Gabby. <laughs> so let me get ready with the, let me, let me get back to the reading. Okay. I'm just going to read. Wait, wait, was Socrates, was that Irene's husband? We do have a friend named Socrates. This (laughs) this is an older Socrates. Oh, okay. I'm just going to start over. Okay, ready? Once in a while, we're given the opportunity to see ourselves as we used to be. We're at a social gathering, say, and someone there is going to great lengths to make everyone notice and like him. Mm -hmm. Mm, How many times have we done that? I know. At first, we're put off by his behavior, but soon we watch with fascination. It's like viewing a video playing back of our own phoniness in the past. We, too, worked hard at presenting an image that we thought would attract others and win approval. It was important to appear charming on top of things, enviable. As we watched several things occur to us, we realized how much time and energy we used to put into presenting an image and how sadly misdirected it all was. Mm. Yes. And how embarrassing whenever I look back on those. Oh, my goodness. We've all done that. We've all done that. I, I mean, I could go through thousands. The pain for me was having to punish everyone who didn't buy into it afterwards. Yes. After <laughs> I'm, being, well, I'm being phony to impress you. Uh-huh. And then when you're not buying it because it's phony, I'm getting mad because you're, I'm not winning you over. I mean, I, as, I mean, I was thinking back when we were talking about the episode, we were thinking of things that me and Ed have done. To impress people. And it goes back far. Oh, yeah. I was thinking, I got all the way back last night. I mean, we talked about some things early on yesterday. But then even last night, I was thinking, right after, like, right before my mom, my mom left when I was about 10. And right before she left, she was, you know, she was sweet and all. And she was telling us how her last name's Wright. Mm -hmm. And her name's Billie Jean Wright. And her sister's name is Lee. So she would tell us, you know, that they were descendants of Robert E. Lee and that Lee is like the namesake, which I found out later was all true. Right. But I'm only 10 years old. Sure. So I go to the school nine um, playground. Right. And I tell my friend Artie Ullman. I don't know how the conversation came up, but I said, yeah, we're descendants of Robert E. Lee. And he goes, yeah, right. Sure you are. And here's the thing. Instead of just being like, Oh, I'm too bad you don't believe it, but it's true. Right. I felt the need, like, he's not buying it, but I got to convince him. Yeah, oh, man, that's the worst. Oh, my God. This is. <laughs> so, anyway, so I tell him, we are two descendants. We have all his relics and weapons and stuff in my basement. Oh, man. We could, I could show it to you anytime. And it was like, so I feel uncomfortable. Like about him not believing it. I then I wasn't even sure if what my mother was telling me was true. Good so now you. I'm slathering on some more BS on top of something that's true. No, less. yeah, but I, you know, but I maybe, know it's so amazing though that it, it's true about you. And even then, uh, you're compelled to try to convince someone. And then another time on a positive note, 
there was about the same time there were these kids back then it was the early 70s and all the kids had patches on their pants Mm -hmm. you know that their parents put on or their moms or their grandparents so one kid had the awesome patches sewn on his pants and i asked him i said hey man where'd you get those patches oh my grandmother put them on you know sewed them on and i like took like a mental snapshot i studied how they were sewn on right and i could figure it out in my mind i go i could do that so i go home I cut old jeans up to make patches to sew on my other jeans. And I'm like using a nickel because this grandmother has folded the jeans, the the patch over, tucked under the frilly edge, did perfect squares with tiny little stitches. So I had to go through like three layers of denim. Mm. So I'm using a nickel with my little fingers to push this big. I I sewed these patches. Man, they looked awesome. If I had them now, I'd still be proud of them. So the next day I go to school, I, I get all the attention. I go, wow, wow, you got patches too. Those are great. So who did your patches? And I said, oh, my grandmother sewed them on. <sighs> because I thought I was like embarrassed that if I said I just sewed them on, plus I wanted to make it look like I had a family like his. Yeah. And right. none of this stuff worked. Yeah. I mean – this is the thing. I got all the way. I'm going to just fast forward. I mean, to when I was in Hawaii, like before I got well, Let's think about that one for a minute, though, because it's amazing that something so beautiful as you doing that. I mean, I can the talent of a young a young boy, no less, to go home and make those patches. It's amazing that that there's so much beauty in the reality of what happened, yeah. but we still feel. Well, and I blew it because I'm sure if I said I did these, yeah. the teacher would have been impressed. Right, the kids would have been impressed, but in your but this is what you're talking about. I was talking about earlier. In your mind, you had an idea that it should look like something else, and, and that would be more impressive, impressive, which, than the reality of it. Which is pretty much something that people often, and even I, got confused about understanding, which is forgetting the truth about who we really are. Yes, you yes. might, you might. No of the original sin. Doot, 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 doot. And you might know how to play with fire. Yeah. <laughs> that was in excess. The original sin, which means... We perform our own segues. Yeah. <laughs> that was good. Because we forget that we really are one with God. Meaning I'm already yeah. perfect the way I am. I don't need to add any extra ingredients to win you over. Right. And every time I am just me, magic happens. Right, right. You know, when I don't make anything up and I just say yes, Mm -hmm. yes, or no, no, when I mean it. Yeah. And we were singing the original sing song for a reason, because yesterday when we were talking about that, we were talking about the the moment, I mean, within every day, within every moment. Moment. The moment in which we buy into the illusion that we're separate from God or that we're not good enough or we buy in, we start presenting I start presenting something that's not true of who I am because I think it's going to get me somewhere that's like that replay of that moment of original sin where we think for whatever reason that we we, we forget that we as we really are are love yes and when, and you know what the magic is when this is the payoff because you could you know the one part is I want to read that poem but yeah the thing is this Whenever we, whenever I remind myself in those moments where I'm tempted yeah. to try to impress people because I'm forgetting that I'm enough. I don't need to sell this guy or yes. add extra ingredients. As soon as I do, yeah. it's ruined. It's over. Yeah. As soon as I do. Especially for guys like us who are so sensitive to the way we're feeling. It's like we start sinking. Let, let me give you a quick example of what I experienced just the other day talking to a handyman at my work who... I love this guy. The, oh, he's this is the friendliest awesome, guy you're ever going to meet. He knows I'm a musician because another guy on the staff, I had talked to him and we had, t- you know, we all got to know each other a little bit. So he asked me about the music because I love writing music, playing music. And he asked me, he started asking me, uh, you know, what do you play? I told him I play guitar. And he started to ask me about my axe collection, meaning my, my collection of guitars. And so that was my moment where in the past and many times before, I might start to pretend that I have an X collection. To be honest, the guitars I'm playing right now were both given to me by my brother. I don't, I don't ever think about what kind of guitar I'm playing. I just pick it up. I do it for songwriting. 
And the big thing about this situation was I actually told him that instead of like I was so tempted to make pretend that I had a, a room full of guitars oh, yeah. at home. But I took a breath and I said, dude. I just I play whatever I just I just like to write songs and uh, you know so the, I don't even it doesn't really matter to me what kind of guitar I play and the funniest thing happened he said oh dude that is awesome uh, that's what happens that's the funniest thing yeah it's when we step out on faith step out boldly and it just means daring to be me yes I have never been smacked in the head yes when I was just myself no it's am- and it was perfect because I said to him because he's a drummer. And he's like, dude, I've got like – before I, he asked me about the guitars, he had told me how he has 31 different snare drums. He's a collector. you know. So that's when I, part, that wormy part of me was starting to think, oh, shoot, I better start making something up. But I didn't do it. And as a result, I was, a result, I was able to say to him, that's why I love guys like you because when I get together with the songs I write with drummers and technicians like yourself who are really good at your craft, it's so much fun. And he, he totally got it. And we're much better friends as a result yeah. of that. Instead of pretending, oh, no, I better tell him. Well, what about you saw the one where I wasn't that aware of until afterwards when we first uh, met Sister Tekla. Oh, yeah. Our nun at the uh, Pauline Media and Books, which has an right. excellent chapel if you're ever in Culver City. Yeah, on Sepulveda Boulevard. We recommend it stopping by there. No it's one... called Pauline Books and Media. That's right. And yes. no one bothers you. Slip right in. It's oh, it's it's, it's air-conditioned. It's There's so peaceful. There. There's coffee. No one gives you a hard time. No one forces anything on you. Yeah, just a lot of love. Well, one day, in the beginning, all you know, we were chatting people up, and Sister Tecla, we met her, and she asked me, which at that time, which in the past could have been, dun 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 dun. dun. Yeah, right. I better make something, something up. Time. Especially now, this is a nun. Yeah. And she said, uh, "So, what's your parish, Daryl?" And I said. I don't have a parish. <laughs> and she said, oh, okay. I said, I come here. Oh, that's great. But the thing is, in the past, because now we see people there that kind of did what I would do in the old, like before. Kind of shuffle their feet. Which kind of go, well, something. and I better say, I could say St. Augustine's because it's near my house, but that's not true. Right. And whenever I'm wormy like that, it's almost like it keeps that pain going. Yes. Yes. You know, it keeps extending that. And for me, as having, you know, being raised Catholic and seeing, you know, like putting nuns in a certain place in my mind, it was like uh, where I would be intimidated in the past. It was really uh, refreshing for me to see you be able to just say honestly how, you know, what, where you're at, what you do. And to see that Sister Tecla did not hold it against you at all. In fact, she's, she's called yes. you Father Daryl. Yes. St. Daryl. She More actually, times than uh, anyone there. One day I walked in there and there was a couple of people that were treating me like they were bowing and like asking me questions. And I yeah. went in the back and I said, Sister Tecla, I said, I think, yeah, they think you're they think you're a priest. Isn't that great? I tell them you're a father all the time. <laughs> <laughs> which which t- is awesome. Amazing. And today I, I actually felt honored because when I walked in, you know what she called me? What? Monsignor A. <laughs> Man, talk about a badge of honor. Well, the thing is, this is the point. We're accepted far beyond what we think when we're just not pretending to be something we aren't. Right. But yet we always are tempted. I got to tell this last humiliating story about my last debacle in Hawaii at the very end. We've got just enough time. Yeah, yeah you do it. So uh, towards the end of before me falling, getting actually punched into, I want to see, like bottoming out into spirituality when I was 23. Right. Uh, the, one of the last humiliating things, I, I was actually going to this bar in Waikiki and I. This is a good one. <laughs> I met some girl a few nights before and she had like this pink sweatshirt with a B on it. Uh-huh. And the B was probably from United Benelton of Colors or whatever. Yeah. And it was like oversized. So uh-huh. I was like, dude, I could wear this. Uh-huh. Right? So I'm at the bar and I'm from New Jersey. But New Jersey, in my mind then, because I don't feel good about myself, seemed a little less exciting. or it less sexy. Women- yeah. Oh, yeah. Like they use <laughs> so what I did was I started boning up my East Coast accent. Yeah. Hey. And I'm telling people I'm meeting at the bar 
that I'm from the Bronx. Yeah. <laughs> and this is uh this is our Letterman sweatshirt from high school in the oh Bronx cuz we're tell- It was it's so humiliating to tell that story. It's like, "Oh my god, I can't believe I was doing yeah. that." Yeah. But we all do do it. Um we'll we'll get to that poem. We got plenty of time in, maybe in the last segment, you know. Or or we could, you know what? We'll jump right in this before we kick off Laura because that's oh, that a perfect good. thing. After the break, we got Laura Harvey, the editor of the Daily Word. She's going to read the Daily Word for us. And, uh, yeah, thank you for listening to Funniest Thing on Unity Online Radio. This one is called The Pants. Take eight. Unity Online Radio is affiliated with Unity a nonprofit organization specializing in prayer, publishing, and spiritual education. If you enjoy our programming and would like to support this ministry, go to www.unity.fm and click on Donate Now to make a contribution. You can make a one-time or recurring monthly donation. Thank you. He's the most talked about figure in history. How do you see Jesus? As a savior, a way shower, a mythical hero. In his cutting edge new book, Jesus 2.1, an upgrade for the 21st century, Reverend Dr. Thomas Shepard explores the many human concepts of Jesus. The man of Nazareth has been an imaginary spiritual playmate for millions. Best friend, confidant, silent lover, surrogate father, brother, husband, trusted king when earthly governments fail, all-purpose superhero who will save the day before the final credits roll. Jesus is like a program that has been adapted through the ages while the basic code remains undisturbed despite all subsequent modifications. Now it is our time to rewrite and reinstall the Jesus program with updates for today, just as every previous generation has done and every subsequent generation will do. The Romans killed Jesus for being a revolutionary. Every succeeding generation kills him anew by losing sight of the ongoing revolution in human consciousness that he represents. Explore the new book, Jesus 2.1, at www.shopunity.org. Are you ready for the next steps on your spiritual path? If you are, you won't want to miss the Yoga Hour, Living the Eternal Way, with Reverend Ellen Grace O'Brien from the Center for Spiritual Enlightenment in San Jose, California. Essential insights and practices from the ancient yoga science of self-realization show us how to live healthier, happier, more balanced lives. The benefits of spiritually conscious living start now. For a time-tested method to live with purpose and realize your infinite potential, tune in to The Yoga Hour, Living the Eternal Way, with Reverend Ellen Grace O'Brien, every Thursday morning at 10 Central, 8 a.m. Pacific, only on Unity FM, the voice of an awakening world. You're listening to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. If you have a question or comment about today's show, or if you'd like to join in the discussion, friend us on Facebook at Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, or email us at funniestthing at unityonlineradio.org. Now, back to Funniest Thing. All right, welcome back to The Funniest Thing, where each week we share stories about how stepping out boldly always leads to better-than-expected outcomes. We've come to the part of our show where we like to indulge in a little gratitude. Oh, that's right. This is the gratitude time yes. of the show. I almost forgot. I was we so like excited. Kick that off by thanking our listeners. That's right. We have the best listeners in the business. Yeah, in the third <laughs> segment, we got some great mail to oh, read. Oh, man. man, we're excited. There's. We wanted to thank one listener. Oh, that's right. Billy Crosby. Not to be confused with Bill Cosby or, or Bing Crosby, yes. but Billy Crosby uh, sent us a great message on the Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Actually, the day we did the show, 
um, why is this seemingly negative thing happening to me? Yeah, yeah I forget yeah. the t- what was the title of that show. Well, anyway, if you mm-hmm. uh, speaking of that, you can go to the website yes. and see any all our shows are archived there or on yep. iTunes or Stitcher. Right. But he listened to one of the shows, and the topic throughout the show was pretty much, you know, why is this seemingly negative thing happening to me? He wrote us that day saying, "I'm so glad you gave me tools in this show because this very week." I, you know, he didn't he started, have his job. Yes, he was looking yes. for a new job. Mm-hmm. He was late with the rent. And he said, you know what? I have no idea what we do, but that one little affirmation you gave in the show, which was, you know, I wonder what wonderful thing is going to yes. come of this. Gave him so much of a lift. He mm-hmm. said, I'm excited to see how it's going to play out right now. I'm just going to go out and enjoy my day. Well, just a few days ago, he wrote us to tell us, you guys aren't going to believe it. Everything came together in a miraculous way. I can't wait to fill you in. So he's going to send us uh, some details some details in the future. So thank you, uh, Billy. Yes, and thank you to the man. That's right. By the console. That's and the right. Beard. Our engineer who makes and us piercing sound. blue eyes. Our engineer, Jeff Comfort, who every week makes us sound great by taking us right, right into the comfort zone. Yeah. yeah. All right, man, buzzing the tower. Yeah, just like Maverick. Yes, man, I can feel it shake from here. (laughs) My coffee spill. We want to thank, uh, shout out to the prayer line as well, 800-NOW-PRAY, 800-669-7729. If you got something on your mind, if you're tired of being phony, whatever it is, (laughs) if you just sold yourself out by making up a story that you were... uh, uh, Lionel Richie's tailor yes. because you didn't think your real self was good enough, then call them up, affirm who you really are, and get back on with living the good life. That's right. And all will be forgiven. You'll be able to laugh at it yeah. before you know it, and things will all move on just right. fine. If you have a piano, it can just be your piano. You don't have to make <laughs> pretend you bought it off Elton John or something like that. Oh, boy. That sounds like me. Yep. yep. And our sponsor shout-out. We want to thank our sponsor, iItaly, the one-stop spot online for info and entertainment concerning Italy and Italian-Americans. And you can visit them online at i-italy.org. Yes. Oh, you oh. might even see our smiling faces on there. That's right. They have a banner ad, and you can see what Daryl and Ed really look like. Yeah. Before we jump in, we have Laura Harvey, the editor of The Daily Word, who's going to read The Daily Word. And today. you know what I like about Laura Harvey? Tell me. I think her mission in life is to make sure that we keep on rocking in the free world. <laughs> yeah. Oh, right. Wait, I was going to say, you know, it's funny. It's funny that you brought up <laughs> that inspired jingle, because I was going to say this whole show is I mean, the whole topic of this show is a reminder for me to thank God for thank you for letting me be myself today. (laughs) (laughs) I'll read your poem, my man. Okay. And then we'll get on with it. All right. So you heard in the last segment about how I was bottoming out by telling people wearing a pink Benelton sweatshirt (laughs) at a bar in Waikiki, hamming up my East Coast accent so it would think of what I thought was New York and telling the guys, yeah, I'm from the Bronx, and uh, this is our Letterman jackets. We're tough, <laughs> so we can wear pink. And I'm like, going, oh, my God, how demoralizing. Well, what happened soon after that was I hit rock bottom. Uh-huh. And I guess I was telling the same load of BS to a Marine who basically uh, gave wait, it wait, to wait. me straight. Huh? Dude, the funniest thing, my dad, Vinny, is from the Bronx, and he his little group of friends was called the Pink Ladies. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Shout out to my dad, the Vin Man. Funniest thing. <laughs> so you are imitating my dad. See, well, he's a great. Hey, I know that is such an the honor. Imitation is the highest form of flattery. I Tell just him. told that to my kids today in class. Go I ahead. can't believe that. <laughs> I don't read this poem. Okay, so anyway, I oh, ended up, I'm sorry. Yeah, That's so right. I ended up hitting a wall, and it was a Marine. Thank goodness, uh, Master Sergeant Mike Curtin. Thank I, you. By the way, <laughs> I was just telling, I guess, the whole load of garbage, you know, to uh-huh. worm my way out of trouble. And he just looked at me for a second with like just disappointed face and said, you know what you are, Fazaro? You're a phony. Beep. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, it hit me right in the chest like, Ugh. and then it was relief. Yeah. Like he's right. The jig is up. Yeah. And shortly after that, one of his buddies gave me this 
uh, poem that, that sums this whole show up. Yeah. And I'm going to read it. And this was given to me in 1986 by Mike Dugan. Mm-hmm. And it's called the man, the man in the Glass. And this is how it goes. When you get what you want in your struggle for self and the world makes you king for a day, just go to the mirror and look at yourself and see what that man has to say. For it isn't your father or mother or wife whose judgment upon you must pass. The fellow whose verdict counts most in your life is the one staring back in the glass. Some people may think you a straight shooting chum and call you a wonderful guy. But the man in the glass says you're only a bum if you can't look him straight in the eye. Mm. He's the fellow to please, never mind all the rest, for he's with you clear up to the end. And you've passed your most dangerous, difficult test if the man in the glass is your friend. Mm. You may fool the whole world down the pathway of years and get pats on the back as you pass, but your final reward will be heartaches and tears if you've cheated the man in the glass. Ah. Man, this gives me chills still. And it's the perfect segue to today. To today's Daily, Daily Word, Word. which so. is free. Laura Harvey, how are you doing? Uh, I'm doing good. I'm doing real good. That was a nice poem. I, who was that again? It's, it's, it's anonymous. Oh, okay. It's anonymous. I'll s- actually, we'll post a copy on the funniest thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Facebook page. Okay. Yeah. I like that. Okay, guys. Our message today is free. I am free to live as God created me. I am free to live as God created me. I answer the call to be my best self. God created me to be free and to enjoy the fullness of life, to learn, grow, and evolve into my divine potential. I achieve freedom by living my life with intention. I free my mind of self-limiting beliefs and replace them with affirmative, confidence-building thoughts that are congruent with my true nature. I practice healthy nutrition and exercise, taking care of my body and mind. I am a good steward of my home, belongings, and finances. I respect others, and I am thankful for relationships that enrich my life and help me grow. My quiet time each day offers me the opportunity to consciously align myself with my divine blueprint, the Christ in me and enjoy the fullness and freedom of well-being. From Galatians 5.1, For freedom Christ has set us free. Ah. Oh, oh. That feels as good as right after Master Sergeant Mike Gurton gave it to me right in the chin. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's a good. I know, right? That's there's two ways to get get the same dose. You know, this yeah. is the more gentle. Yeah, I prefer this way, but you know what? That way was just what I needed uh, at the yeah, moment. <laughs> just, I, I hear that. I hear that loud and clear. Yeah, I love that affirmation. I am free to live as God created me. Man. Yeah, you and know? how often I forget that. Yeah, to just be our honest, authentic selves as we were created. And that is is enough, is perfect, just the way it is. And you know what? There's a, so much benefit to that because, you know, that's another thing. Like when I'm living this and it's like things I learned from these guys early on, like on applications, when I'm filling out an application for a property, you know, to rent. I remember that when I was first doing this, they were saying, well, just tell the truth. And I go, but what if I don't get it because I don't make it? He goes, Daryl, if you don't get that one you'll get the right one that matches you. Right. Because if you lie and get the one you think you want, it's not going to be right. It's, there's going to be problems because you're in someone else's apartment. Yeah. And the same thing with um, job applications. Mm-hmm. And the same thing even when you meet girls. Oh, yeah. You know, tell the truth and you'll meet your soulmate. Try to impress them and you're going to end up <laughs> the relationship's over before it started. That's right. Because it's based on a lie. Yeah, just like that poem that you read, it's there's always if whenever I separate myself and and from myself and go into these roles for whatever reason, no matter how, no matter who it is, the person, no matter what, even if I think it's because I should, you know, like you know, it could be for some reason that seems really noble. But if it, if I'm going against myself, there's always going to be a part of me at the end of the day that is sitting there feeling so crappy. 
You know, like feeling like, why can't I well, you feel like do a what I really want to do, you know? Or you feel like a fraud. Precisely. Yeah. That's that's why denial, a lot of people, you know, it goes around in the recovery world, the word right. denial, and we all we all hear it. But I think there's a mistaken idea that denial just means, yeah, I didn't really understand what was wrong with me. I was in denial. No, that's not what it means. What denial means is I know the truth. I am very much aware of the truth, mm-hmm. but I desperately don't want to believe it. Mm-hmm. And that's why I was in so much funk. And that's why I feel funk when I even do this. The other day, the day we were talking, I went to the VA. I bumped into a nurse there who happened to be someone funniest thing, someone we knew from the chapel we go to. She's one of the people that shows up there to pray. And I was like, oh, my God, I know you. I know you. Right. And uh, she gave me a compliment, which was, I didn't know you were a veteran. And I don't mean any disrespect to veterans, but she meant like she saw me more than just being a guy who was in the service. But I took it as, oh, well. And then she goes, well, I go, I'm a veteran. Like, I could already feel myself. Uh-oh, sure. I'm, t- I'm trying to prove myself. I should right. just say, yeah, thanks, I am. So she goes, what branch? Coast Guard. And all of a sudden, my mind thinks, well, that's not good enough. I better beef it up. Right. So I told her I was in the Bering Sea. I served, true. Which was true. But I kind of let it, it be implied like yeah. I was in the Bering Sea my whole five years, yeah. you know, swimming in the water, rescuing right. the like, guys like from Deadliest Cat. You were a real veteran. Yeah. And as soon as I sat down, I said, Dad, why did you do that? Right. I mean, yeah, I could tell myself, well, you didn't really lie to her. But, but I did. I was being dishonest to myself. I'm going, I can't believe I'm still capable of this. And yet I've already been on both sides. I know even when I do that, the littlest bit feels funky. And yet when I have experiences like you did with the guy with the guitars or like I did with Sister Tecla, where I just tell the truth, I'm so high. I'm so free. And and this is the thing. We become so attractive to the other person. I don't have to be anything special. It's like I'm actually elevated now to a wonderful position that I really thought I wasn't and needed to use – BS to impress you with. And that's where we have that original sin problem where I think I'm separate from God. So I got to convince you and say, just feeling I'm fine. I'm perfect just the way I am. Yeah. Yep. I I feel like that is a big part of the denial as well. It's forgetting how good it is to be who we really are, you know, like, and then from there building up some other stories and then think maybe we think we're getting away with it, blah, blah, blah. But at the heart of it all is just forgetting who, how great it is to be alive and to, to, to really get into the flow with who I am. When all of a sudden everything starts lining up for me in these amazing ways because I'm just being myself. I mean, there's nothing greater than that. There's nothing I could get away with that would ever compare to the feeling of something happening, a funniest thing happening out of the blue in the most perfect possible way, you know? And it's always the case when we're true to ourselves. Yes. Laura, do you have any... Uh... <laughs> you yeah. don't, have to, you well, don't have to be as honest as us. I mean, we don't mind falling on our swords. Right. <laughs> well, I'm listening to you and how, you know, you, you tend to want to beef it up. And for me, it's the opposite. I tend to want to apologize. So, like, as you're talking about your your resumes or your... You're, you know, you tell somebody what you do or, you know, all through my life, I've been embarrassed of my resume. I've been embarrassed that I didn't finish college and I was embarrassed about different things. And so as soon as anybody would see or ask about something or, oh, my goodness, when I first got this job, when I first got to be editor and people would ask me, well, what was your experience? And I would just be immediately shamed into thinking, well, I'm not good enough for this job. I know yeah, you know it, yeah. and I know I know it, and, and I couldn't, you know, and I would immediately start apologizing for my, you know, my lack of experience yeah. or something, when that was probably not going through their head, but it was just, no. I was just bringing all this, you know, uh, self-doubt into the yes. conversation unnecessarily, you know, so... Um, oh my goodness! Yes, I'm so glad you're bringing that up because that is the, definitely the the other side of the same. Yes, coin. and we do it all the time. Yeah, I mean, I think the two go hand in hand. One way we're lying to think, try to make ourselves better, but at the you know, one way we're lying to ourselves, make it worse. But at the the whole time, we're forgetting how like the truth of who we are, which is love. And people are always fascinated by the truth and attracted yes. to it. Yes. Like, like what you just said. 
you know what? I don't know. It's just like that time when I got the job at Con Air and I told the guy, I'm not an electrical engineer. I got hired off the street painting yeah. neon tubes. Yeah, yeah. And I tell people that story even on the set when they made me stunt coordinator. They're going, man, that's fantastic, Fizarro. Like they weren't like – and they still respected me. Yeah. They respected yeah. me even more. But the old me would be like, yeah. um, I better tell them that I, yeah. 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 Well, it's inspiring. And people know yeah. that they have their own stuff, too. And they're worried they're That's not good right. enough either. And so then they hear that you were able to do it and you stood up there and you did the job. And then it you know, rolled into all these other jobs. And, and for me, that I stood up and I did this job and I'm doing yeah. my best. And they're happy about that. And, you know, it inspires yeah. people. So, yes, yeah. we. That's the part we forget. We be, we're more of an inspiration just being yeah. ourselves than we are trying to impress anyone. Yeah, yes. I agree. I agree. I mean, I <laughs> uh, last Christmas I got these fun these t- these jeans that seemed a little too tight for me at the time, and uh, I, but I put them on. Everyone started laughing and becoming happy. And at first I was like, oh, I'm not going to wear these. But then all of a sudden I realized these pants are bringing more joy to the people around me than if I had been wearing. The pants that I think should be pants. So when you look at no. them, you just see pants. Oh, okay, everything's fine. That's <laughs> now I would much rather be wearing the one or saying the thing. You know that brings oh, real God. joy to people. Yeah. <laughs> than uh, than trying to have some like prefabricated thing that's gonna, you know, not not make anyone think one thing or another. Really. I hear you. Oh wow, look at this. We're coming up close to the end of this segment already. Oh my God. We're having so much fun with our humiliating debacles. Yeah. So, Laura, thank you, as always. Hey, you're welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Have We're a great so, day. We love having you. Thank oh you gosh. so much for yeah. joining us for our show. My wife has always reminded me how great of a part of this show is, just like and your Lori does, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sweet. Say hi to him for me. We will. Okay. The, the message verse from Galatians 5, 1 through 2, actually, I added a little more today, for today, was Christ has set us free to live a free life. So take your stand. Never again let anyone put a harness of slavery on you. I'm emphatic about this. Yeah, including myself putting a harness on Oh, we're on the myself. ones who put the harness on, aren't we? Aren't we? We, we? we blame it on others, but it's really when we decide to make up some little lies. So, uh, yeah, today's show is all about freedom. Coming up after the break, we have Joke of the Day, more great stories, fan mail. We're stoked about that. So thank you for listening to Funniest Thing on Unity Online Radio. This one is called The Pants. Take eight. Where will summer take you? To exotic islands? The big city? This summer, Unity Books invites you to travel within on a journey of self-discovery. It's our first online book club, the Summer of Self-Discovery Reading Series. We've selected three inspiring titles to help you discover who you really are and what you truly want from life. Join us this June through August for book discussions and free author webcasts. Visit unitybooks.org summer to see our book picks and to reserve your spot for the webcasts. Join the Summer Book Club today. Visit unitybooks.org slash summer. Are you tired of life slamming the door in your face? Did you get another rejection letter, pink slip, foreclosure notice, or go on yet another bad date? Does it seem like the older you get, the more hopeless life seems? Are you ready to stop taking no as your final answer? Then join us for Design Your Life, a talk show by Kevin Cottrell Ross, the coach's coach. Go into the locker room for one full hour with the championship coach every week and start designing your winning playbook that will make the rest of your life the best of your life. That's Design Your Life with Kevin Cottrell Ross, the coach's coach, Wednesdays at 4 p.m. Central Time on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. We now return to the funniest thing. Here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. 
Welcome back. Thanks for joining us on The Funniest Thing. Yeah. And we're back for the third segment. We're very excited because we got another joke sent to us by a fan, Nina Malloy in New Jersey. Remember, if you're not 100% satisfied with this broadcast, it's free. So you're saying, I'm sorry, who is the who is our joke from this week? Nina Malloy from New Jersey. She's our one-stop shopping spot. She keeps for forwarding jokes. That's perfect. I know. So thank you. We're we're hoping she's going to land on Leno one of these days. Or Jimmy result. Kimmel. Or Kimmel. <laughs> I hope they don't mind. Okay, so the joke of the day: an unemployed guy got a new job at the zoo. They offered him to dress up in a gorilla's skin and pretend to be a gorilla, so people will keep coming to the zoo. On the on his first day on the job, the guy puts on the skin and goes into the cage. The people all cheer to see him. He starts really putting on a show, <laughs> jumping around, beating his chest and roaring. During one acrobatic attempt, though, he loses his balance and crashes through some safety netting, landing square in the middle of the lion cage. As he lies there stunned, the lion roars. He's terrified and starts screaming, help, help. The lion races over to him, places his paws on his chest and hisses. Shut up or we'll both lose our jobs. Perfect joke for our day about phoniness. You know, what right. happens when we act like phonies? And uh, It just gets worse and worse, doesn't it? I Isn't know. it funny how in the middle of the phoniness, just like I was when I was lying to those people at the bar, yeah, I'm from the Bronx, and that's why we wear pink, because we're tough. Yeah. And I feel like that going, hee, 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 like the gorilla. But it's all a facade, and I end up in the lion's cage. Well, I like the <laughs> fact that the lion's cage is just I know. another phony. I know. We'd be phony to try to put on an act for someone else who's being phony. Amazing. Oh, oh Mike attracts. That mailbag right Gary, over here. Gary, the postal pit bull. We got the mail early today. I know. You just dragged it into the studio. What do we got? Uh, well, we have one straight off the funniest thing uh, at unityonline.org, correct? That's right, from our email. Yes. Which uh, you can all email us. That's funniest thing at unityonlineradio.org. Yes. So uh, this one comes from our friend Luann, who we've never met before. No. But we were very. Excited and excited. Yes. And it was a nice boost to keep on enjoying this show for us. So what she said was, thanks to an email I received today from Unity describing your show, I'm hooked. I listened to the first episode, loved it, shared it on Facebook, made a donation to Unity, downloaded all of your episodes, checked out your website, sent emails. Woo! You've got a fan here. Thanks so much for your freshness and honesty and sharing about yourselves. Take care. Luann. <laughs> well, thank you, Luann. We definitely appreciate you taking the time to do all the things that you did. And uh, well, and I like how she mentioned donation to Unity because yes. some of our fans might not realize this is a nonprofit radio uh, station. Right. And if you feel any benefit from any of the shows, not necessarily ours, but if right. it's ours and you feel so inclined any donation is greatly appreciated and goes towards the production of these shows. And you'll be in good company. That's right. You'll be in great company because me and Ed have so much fun doing our show. We pay for the privilege. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and that's true, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, you can listen to the little outro to find out more about that at the end of our show. And speaking about being ourselves, that comes up a lot where people ask us about our show. Yes. And I'm tempted to be, you know, be like, well, I want them to think that it's a, you know, I don't want them to think that because they'll be like, is it, well, what is it, just a podcast? And right there, I'm like, uh-oh. Yeah. I'm on shaky ground yeah, right. to either impress somebody and I want them to think it's legitimate, yeah. which it is legitimate. Well, how about the uh, your friend who asked you a little bit about like how many listeners we have or something oh, like that? Oh, my God. Yeah, I was with a friend of mine, well, an acquaintance that we meet every once in a while. A fellow military guy. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he considers himself an entrepreneur. So uh, we're chatting. Uh, he goes, how's the show? I go, it's great. I go, we're having a great time because yeah. we really are. We right. love it. I mean, I look forward to this every week. Yeah, yeah. So I said, great. He goes, well, do you have any idea how many listeners? I'm thinking, how many listeners? He goes, yeah, you know, is there a way? Don't you have a tracking page and stuff? He goes, yeah, like this. Yeah. And I go, 
Hey, listen, that's that's not like a, the worst question in the world, no. but the way it, the things that it can stir up within us. That's where that's what we're really talking about here. Yes, because that could that could stir up the well, oh no, I better say something that's impressive like we have, you know, some you know what? I was so I'm so grounded with what we do with this show. I mean, not in yeah. all areas of my life, but at least this time I was like, are you kidding me? I'm having so much fun. I don't care how many people are listening. I go, Ed, mom listens. <laughs> <laughs> and it's true. And thank you, mom, for listening. So he was, but you know what's funny? As soon as I was able, I was just myself. Yeah. He didn't press it. And he like, right. he like, he warmed right up. Wow. That's great. Like yeah. he didn't even, and this is the exact opposite. Had I gone, well, you know, they keep track, oh I'm sure, gosh. somewhere. And he, because then he would go into, well, yeah, you, should really, you should really keep track. And then I'd feel worse and worse yeah, and worse yeah. and worse so and worse. So would he, really. Yes. But this was the kind of response that, I, I love the response you gave him because it's the type of thing that he felt better, you felt better, I felt better hearing about it later. It's the oh. type of thing we all want to hear. It's like, it's okay to be me. What I'm just doing what I do for fun. Yes. It always works out. And it's okay. And we all love that and we all impress people the most and we get the most benefit when we just are honest. Yeah. We don't have to earn our way into this life. No. We earned it, whatever you want to call it, by being here, by being born. So this, I think more and more our life, my life is here for me to have fun, to celebrate the positive, to do the things that I love to do. And, and now that I've hanging out with Daryl, it's been a great reminder that I can do that. While paying my bills, loving my wife, keeping my feet on the ground. I mean, it's it makes perfect. all it makes all the relationships better. Yes. And we attract the things that are a perfect fit when I'm myself. Yeah. Because then I attract the job that's the perfect fit because I didn't lie or pretend to be something I wasn't. I, I get them. I'm all we get our heart's desire. Yeah. But when I oh, think man. I need something else and got to make an impression, like how, you know, I'm just going to tell a little punchline part of how i met my wife i was at a party yeah and this beautiful brunette came up to me and she started chatting me up about being an artist mm -hmm. and i'm thinking wow this is a beautiful girl you know and she starts talking about the metropolitan museum of art you right. know all this stuff and then she starts going well what's your favorite room and before i answered she started talking about egyptian time periods and it was like listening to charlie brown's parent wah, wah, wah. right right and i'm thinking wow i better say something to impress her i can't i don't even know what she's talking about she's gonna think i'm dumb but she's really cute so what am i gonna do and finally she goes so what's your favorite room mm -hmm. and you know what by then after being five years into practicing these tools and understanding these spirituals i'm too exhausted now a lot of the time to really push the bs and thank god i was that moment and i just told the truth i said my favorite room is the bookstore i love the bookstore and i started getting excited about how i like to look at all the books and she's looking at me a little cross-eyed but i felt so free talking about mm -hmm. it and then this blonde that i actually had my eye on earlier came up and goes are you talking about the bookstore at the met I said, yeah. She goes, my uncle managed that good store. And me at bookstore, good store. It was a good store because me and the blonde started chatting up. And funniest thing, the blonde is Lori, who's been with me 20 years since then. Yeah. Had I, you know what I mean? This is what I we do. get. These are the benefits of just being ourselves that we think isn't mm. enough. And that feeling of receiving what we really desire without oh pushing and shoving lets us know that we really are loved and taken care of. In the more in more ways than we could ever even imagine. How about we get one more piece of mail out of dig the it bag? out? We got we so much have, mail. Yeah. Let's dig one out. What do we got? Hold, oh. Close your eyes. No peeking. Ah, here you go. Open it up for us, Daryl. What do you got? Okay, this one is to us, and this one came uh, through the message. Right? Wasn't this a message or was this an email? I think it was a I Facebook think, uh, message. Or yeah, it? but it was Facebook, a mess Facebook, Facebook message. Daryl and Ed fan, uh, funniest thing fan page That's on right. Facebook. And here it goes. Just wanted to let you know, I just listened to your July 10th show. Great show. It really hit home for me as I am perpetually dealing with forgiveness in my life. What was that show's title? It was the one on forgiveness. I'll get it. You, you okay. Oh, it's not what you think about me that makes me upset. Uh, yes. It's what I think you think about me that makes me upset, yeah. which was all about judgment and forgiveness. That was last week. Yes. Okay. okay, so she's writing about how perpetually dealing with forgiveness in my life, how stubborn my brain is that I feel that if I let forgiveness in, the other person is let off the hook, 
which equals pain, resentment. I have to let forgiveness in. And it's true. I was the one who benefited from it. It brings so much peace to my heart and soul. I just have one area of forgiveness that I've been struggling with for four years now. It revolves around the sibling's death and anger towards two surviving siblings. I miss them and want them in my life, but that stubborn pride gets in my way. I'm working on surrendering it. Anyhow, great show. I've missed a few of your shows, but I really do get a lot out of them. July 10th show was good for me. This is really good work you are doing. I pray for much success for you with the show and your pal Ed, your friend. And she wished to remain anonymous. So we're going to honor that. And so if you have emails and things you want to share and like to remain anonymous or just want to ask us a question and not have it on the air, just let us know. We'll respect that. And believe me, this morning I uncovered a whole mess of things that I have not forgiven yet that I started to work on. And, you know, for those, some of those longer term things that I didn't even realize I was was holding on to, because we did a lot of highlighting those little moments throughout yes. our day, but we also have the bigger ones that we all have to work on. That and keep, keep coming up, that we think yeah. we forget, and all of a sudden it comes up and you feel like, Nurr. yeah, yeah. So we appreciate you taking the time to, to really open up to us and our listeners about what the way you're applying forgiveness in your life. It's fantastic. And that's one of the great things about doing this show for me and Ed. We're reminding ourselves what we need to constantly apply. Yes. Thank goodness we have these this show because this show this show about being true to myself I'll tell you what all week I got to notice every time that I wasn't including today and man I mean this show is like a, is a teacher unto itself you know because it's like looking over my shoulder the whole time saying look this is what you guys are going to talk about this week being yourself so anytime I'm tempted to to lie oh this show kind of helped me to make a better choice I and today even I was on my walk mm-hmm. and I heard um and oh wait, we're coming up to the end of the show. Yeah, this is it. Three fifty-five. Speaking yeah. of my walk, I was going to say because I heard this song on my iPod that yeah. actually goes perfect. Oh my gosh! With the topic of our show. Yeah, so let's do a little reading from the book of rock and roll songs. Yes, rock and roll songs. Hmm. What do you got, Ed? There it is. This is exactly what I heard on my walk. Can you just turn to the page with the bell bottoms, please? And that this is beard? kind of like Mike Erton met this band and gave him, <laughs> told him about what you told us earlier, and they yes. uh, they put it to lyrics. Ready? Yeah, let's hit it. With all, all your jive talking, you're, you're telling me lies. lies. Yeah, good loving still gets in my eyes. Nobody. Believes what you say. It's just your jive talking that gets in the way. All right. That one, of course, comes from the Bee Gees. And earlier this week, I realized that originally we think the Bee Gees meant be Jesus. Because if you put Jesus into a leisure suit in the 70s, you get the Bee Gees. Anyway, we'd love to hear from you. So, uh, you know, follow us on, uh, what is it called? Uh, iTunes. You can uh, subscribe to our podcast there. Send us an email at funniestthing at unityonlineradio.org. Or follow us on the fan page on on Facebook and uh, on Twitter, at Daryl and Ed. And uh, as always, we want to thank you for being a part of Funniest Thing on Unity Online Radio. <sighs> thank goodness I could breathe now. <laughs> Thank you for listening to The Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. Listen in every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Central as these unlikely saints share more real-life stories of how surrendering to divine order always leads to better-than-expected outcomes. This program has been made possible by God through automated monthly transfers from Daryl and Ed's credit cards. Whether you love the Bible or hate it, turn to it daily or refuse to have it in your house, The Bible Alive, Exploring Your Spiritual Roadmap is a program designed just for you. Unity Minister Rev. Ed Townley presents the Bible as a practical, powerful spiritual roadmap full of wisdom and guidance for the challenges of life today. 
a roadmap for your spiritual journey. Isn't that just what you're seeking? Listen live every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Central Time for The Bible Alive, exploring your spiritual roadmap with Rev. Ed Townley, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. In quiet moments of prayer, let go of any concern. Anchor your trust deep in the realization that with God all things are possible. Never doubt it for a single moment. This meditative moment is brought to you by Unity. Let go of everyday worries and find your calm with positive prayer from Silent Unity, the newest in voice-activated technology, available on any Alexa-enabled device like the Amazon Echo. Each prayer and meditation on positive prayer will help strengthen, guide, and comfort you. To enable it, just say, Alexa, open positive prayer. You can ask for a specific prayer on topics like healing, prosperity, and comfort. Give it a try today.